0: Alright everybody, it's Greg here with an It Was A Thing On TV delayed reaction. Yes, it's not an instant reaction. It's a delayed reaction. It's a first. I'm doing this delayed reaction for you guys. 48 hours after I attended the 2024 NHL Stadium Series at MetLife Stadium. It was the second of two games between the Rangers and the Islanders. But I should mention the Saturday night game, the first game of the stadium series between the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers. The Devils won 6-3 to over the Flyers. It was the Devils' first game back in East Rutherford since 2008 when they played across at the old Meadowlands Arena. Of course, now they play at the Prudential Center over in Newark. So, New Jersey was 6-3 to winners over the Flyers and... I saw that N.J. Devil stole Gritty's clothes. And Gritty had to run around MetLife Stadium at one point naked trying to get his clothes back. Very, very stupid of N.J. Devil. That's why he's the Whammy's dad. He does those things. I can see where the Whammy gets his bad influence from. Shame. You don't do that to Gritty. But I have to say... Me and my brother went to the game. Now, I'm a diehard Ranger fan, my brother's a diehard Islander fan. We have never seen the Rangers and Islanders play against each other. So me and my brother, we get to MetLife Stadium really early at 10.30, 11 a.m., and I gotta say, the tailgating for this, I mean, it's rare you tailgate for a hockey game, especially in New York, I mean... Maybe there's some tailgating at UBS Arena. I've never been to the new UBS Arena. I'm sure there was some tailgating at Nassau Coliseum. Sure as hell isn't any tailgating for Ranger fans near the Gordon. Unless you want to go eat at whatever pizza joint is in Penn Station to kill some time before the game. But you had Ranger fans. You had Islander fans tailgating. You also had the Jets fans and the Giants fans. They brought some of their normal like, truck things they have for their tailgates into there. So it was like a mishmash of Jets, Giants, Rangers, Islanders, all together for this one special game, and it was a beautiful thing to be there at MetLife Stadium. I haven't been to MetLife Stadium in a long time, about nine years or so. I've gone through the podcast. There's reasons why, and I'm not going to get into there on here. But I got to say, MetLife Stadium... For as much as it gets knocked, I gotta say, that place was loud on Sunday for Rangers Islanders, and it is absolutely criminal that Woody Johnson does not take advantage of MetLife Stadium with an awful product he puts out year to year. Just another reason why he should be in prison. But that's besides the point. I gotta say, it was 60-40 Ranger fans compared to Islander fans. I mean, it makes sense because Rangers are more, like, in the city, so MetLife Stadium is a little closer to the city than Islander fans would probably normally be. Probably have some Ranger fans scattered in North Jersey. So that's the whole thing there, at least geographically, but it was so awesome to come into MetLife Stadium to see... The rink and everything. It was more like a park theme, so you had, like, during plays and stuff in the empty space on the grass, you had, like, people, like, acting like they were in Central Park. It was weird. Like, you had some people doing hula hoops and uh, someone walking their dog and someone riding a bike during the game on the grass on the field. It was... Okay... All right, whatever. But I have to say, before the game, they had a couple players from the Jets and the Giants introduce the teams. And for the Jets, you had players like C.J. Mosley, Vera Tucker, Brees Hall got a good ovation. You had for the Giants, Sterling Shepard. Saquon Barkley got a good ovation. But I got to say, Tommy DeVito got the loudest ovation of everybody at MetLife Stadium Tommy DeVito he is a cult icon in New York if you're Daniel Jones oh boy as soon as that guy has a bad start everybody's going to be wanting Tommy DeVito to start so Daniel good luck next season that's all I have to say but when the game got started We had an early goal for the Rangers to take a 1-0 lead, but how about this? Right afterwards, Matt Rempe for the Rangers, making his NHL debut one second into his NHL career, gets into a fight with the Islanders' Matt Morton. What a way to make your NHL debut. First time ever in the history of the NHL, somebody made their debut in an outdoor game. And right away in your NHL career, get into a fight. Oh, man, that just made the crowd so excited. So, after that, the Islanders scored three goals in the first period. Brock Nelson scored a goal to tie it up 1-1. Bo Horvath made it 2-1. Matthew Barzell made it 3-1 on a power play goal. They scored two goals, the Islanders, to take a 3-1 lead in, like, 16 seconds. I mean, earlier on in the game, the Rangers could not get anything going shot-wise in the first period let me if I can find the shots on goal anywhere oh let me just just search in the hockey reference shots on now nah, the shots on goal isn't there I think they had like maybe eight or ten shots on goal the first period if I can get the uh, saves for both goals oh Igor for the Rangers had 36 saves Sworkin for the Islanders had 32 saves So, that's the deal with that. Uh, Second period, Lee got an early power play goal for the Islanders to make it 4-1. Vincent Trosek scored two goals, a power play goal five minutes, 36 seconds into the second period to make it 4-2 and scored a goal late in the second period with about a minute 36 left to make it 4-3. But the Islanders got a goal early in the third period to make it 5-3. And I'm getting into the... Later stages of the game, it's about a five, six minutes left. I'm thinking, no, there's no way that Rangers are going to pull this off. There's absolutely no way down two goals. I mean, I'm not thinking that this is not possible. But then, Peter Laviolette, the coach of the Rangers, he pulls Igor out on a power play to make it six on four. And then Chris Kreider with about four minutes, eight seconds left makes it 5-4. And then with about two and a half minutes left, the Islanders commit a penalty. It was Scott Mayfield for tripping with two minutes left. And then they pulled the goaltender of the Rangers again, so it's another six on four. And then with a minute twenty-nine left, Mika Sabinjad with maybe one of the most beautiful shots. This, an on an angle, similar to, like, Brian Leach in Game 7 of the 94 Stanley Cup Finals against the Canucks. Shoots it right in. Hits the top of the net. And it ties it up at five, and... The crowd's going absolutely nuts, the Rangers fans. And we're going overtime, and... Oh, man. Overtime... Starts, and, my God... What happens next... Is just... Absolutely unbelievable and I'll let Sean McDonough on the ESPN call describe this. Free puck, Panarin! And it's in the net, will it count? It crossed the line, but the net was off. And the officials are going to talk about it. Rangers come flying off the bench to celebrate. They think they've won, but there has been no definitive signal yet. After review, we have a good goal on the ice. So, okay, let me describe what happened. So, right after the faceoff, Panarin on the Rangers, he takes the puck off one of the Islanders players. One of the Islanders players comes skating into the Islanders net while Panarin's about to make the shot. He tips the shot in, and the puck goes right over the red line on the crease where the, you know, the the spot where the it indicates a goal right when the net has been lodged off because well, the under player like charged in so i just see the net i'm i'm seeing this live i'm in the 200 so i'm like way back i'm looking straight ahead at the goal so i'm like way far back i'm probably way 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 far away i mean i have a good view of the whole ice and everything but it's like i'm so far away From my distance to see what's going on. I see the net lodge off. And then I see the Rangers jump up and down like they scored. And I'm seeing everybody come off the bench. And I'm just thinking to myself. Oh no. what?" I'm thinking this is not going to count. Because I clearly saw the net come off before the goal. Now I wasn't listening on the television. But my mom told me after when I got home that. It doesn't matter if the Islander player came crashing into the net. As long as the player, which was Panarin, was in the act of shooting while it was going on, it still counts as a a shot on goal. So, once they reviewed it, and they determined it was a good goal, pandemonium, just, and the Islander fans, they were, like, stunned. It was just an amazing game, and it's one I'll never forget as long as I live what an amazing time and if you have never been to an outdoor game whether it be a winter classic or a stadium series game or a heritage classic if you're up in the great white north you have to go to one of these games and I've heard next year that Columbus is hosting the stadium series game against the Red Wings so you're gonna have a natural Ohio State Michigan-ish game between the two NHL franchises in Detroit and Columbus. And then the Blackhawks are going to be hosting the St. Louis Blues in next year's Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. So you're going to have a classic National League rivalry in Wrigley Field for the Winter Classic between the Blues and the Blackhawks. So you can't get much better than that. I don't know if we're going to have a Heritage Classic game next season since the Heritage Classic is sporadic between the Canadian teams. It's on and off sometimes, but yeah. Outdoor games. Just absolutely amazing. Go see it. If you haven't seen it, you have to see one outdoor NHL game once in your life. And I gotta say, where I was sitting in the 200s up top at MetLife, in the middle because you have the 100 level down below, the 200 level in the middle, and the 300 level up top, we had great seats because we were like in the standing room seating section around I think 203 so I had a great view of the ice it was just amazing to see and I took some really nice pictures I put them up on my Facebook it was just a beautiful event and credit to the NHL they know how to put on a show for these outdoor games. So, that was my experience at the NHL Stadium Series, and I got some stuff. I didn't get really much. I got the program, and I got the Rangers special uh, winter knit poofball hat for the Stadium Series. Um, my brother got me, the uh, before the game, the Flex Fit Hat off Fanatics, because he was worried that they might not have those Flex Fit Hats at VetLife Stadium for the game, It'd, His intuition turned out to be correct because they did not sell them at the stadium series. So I'm glad I have that, especially considering Rangers hats on Fanatics and L and XL. They go fast for whatever reason. So it's very hard to get those hats. Yeah, I know it's Fanatics, but I'm a completist. I like having Rangers hats. I'm a big collector of hats, so I don't care what it is. Although personally, I... Will always go on eBay to get a Rangers old stock Reebok hat, brand new with the tags. So that's where I'm at. I actually got on eBay about a month in advance the new old stock Rangers 2014 Stadium Series scarf for the game, and I got my brother the Islanders version that same scarf for the game too. So we had those. Those came out perfectly when it got cold once the sun went down at around 5 o'clock. But, oh my lord. I had to really pee when I got to the train. When I took the train back home. When I went to Penn Station. Because I decided to not go to the bathroom after the second intermission. Because they had like a big... Celebration honoring the New York hockey legends. So they had Islander legends and they had the Ranger legends. They had like Bobby Nystrom for the Islanders, Dennis Potts. But for the Rangers, I know there was Adam Graves, Mike Richter, Lundquist, and of course, Mess. And Mess, he got a loud ovation because he's Mess. Come on gotta respect the legend Mark Messier. But everything was so good. But by the time I got into the train station, I was like, I gotta find the nearest bathroom. Because I was like holding it in for like two hours. And luckily I got in right before the maintenance people had to close the bathroom. So I got in right in time. Because, oh my god, I would not have held it when I got on the train. Oh my god. It felt such a relief, but whoo it was a wild day at MetLife on Sunday. And it was very exciting. So that's going to close it out for this delayed reaction of my experience at the NHL Stadium Series. And we'll have, of course, a new episode, if it was a thing on TV, coming right at you on Thursday. And we'll see you then. Row! <laughs>